Another four years, another World Cup in the horizon. The beginning of the Qatar World Cup is upon us. All eyes are in Qatar. But looking at the African continent, looking at who's going to be there, unfortunately, the much-hyped DSTV Premiership, or is it the PSL, without a representative in Qatar. What does this mean about the standard of our league? We were all hoping that uh, one Richard Oforo will be in the team of Ghana, the Black Stars, but unfortunately it was not to be. We'll also touch on Ronaldo. Gee, I don't know what to make of what he had to say uh, on Sunday night, uh, now that he has joined with the Portuguese team. Does he still have a future at uh, Man United after saying he has little or no respect for coach Eric Ten Hag? All this will be unfolded on this episode of Team Spirit Podcast, proudly brought to you by City Press. One-stop sporting analysis podcast. As always, I'm not alone. Kinale Remutuagai, Madumera. Madumera, and now you know, as always, I won't walk out on you like Cristiano Ronaldo did to his coach. I'm always here whenever you need me. Let's start on the continent. Banyana Bar style reached the final. It was not to be. They were hammered. I two red cards, four goals. What did you make of Sundowns' uh, failure to defend their continental title? To be honest with you, I think the Mamelodi Sundowns ladies' defeat in the CAF Women's uh, Champions League final was a clear sign that Morocco has arrived in continental football. And it shows you that their last piece of the puzzle, which is the women's side, have completed the whole thing. Because you look at the, from the national team, their women's team was in the final the last time around, which interestingly they lost to South Africa. You have Weidat as the defending, the reigning champions of the Kef, um, Men's Champions League. Now you have at club level, as far as the newly crowned champion. So the signs were there that Morocco have been cooking up something and now they've, they are uh, reaping the rewards. Does it mean that Sundowns ladies, I mean, in Kosafa, they failed to win the Kosafa tournament? Is it the fact that other teams have caught up or Sundowns, uh, they were lackluster in their performance going to this tournament? Absolutely. I think from Sundown's side, uh, complacency, I think, I mean, they were, they were a bit complacent also going into this tournament. Remember how even they lost that Kosafa match. Remember, they had already qualified for Champions League. So it was just a matter of, uh, you know, honoring that game, uh, which anyway, they lost on penalties to Green Buffaloes. But you know how they also kicked off the tournament. Remember, they struggled a bit in their opening game and then certainly they met their match in the final against ASFAR, which uh, which really gave them a, a serious wake-up call to say, you know, women's football in the continent is starting, you know, to narrow the gap between the so-called bigger clubs and the smaller teams. Speaking of Sundowns, we saw... Uh, this is the men's team now. They won the Carling Cup one-day tournament. 
but the focus was on uh, Rulani Mukwena being confrontational with one committee Rasmus uh, in the final between Sundowns and Pirates when after Koki got a red card. Some unsavory words said between the two. What did you make of that? Do you have any indication of what, what was said and what led to that? Well, what was said between the two men, um, well, I think it was more confined into their space than, you know, the outside public exactly, but the body language, you know, told the story. I think it's got to do with Gerdmitt's time at Sundowns. Maybe, maybe he is blaming it on Rulani for being sidelined at Sundowns. But, uh, you know, the truth will come out. But you could tell that... Uh, it was somehow the player taking it out on perhaps some somebody that he's probably accusing of wasting his time when he was on the other camp. But later it matched that at the post-match conference when the Rulani said he was surprised by Kimit because he was dead when his father passed away. Was this necessary though? As a Sundowns coach, was he not supposed to be there to represent the club for him to air this in the public domain? Yeah, hence I'm saying, like, you know, what exactly happened on the, you know, the actual heated moment, which which I think shouldn't have gone that far now on the, uh, uh, on the public platform to say, you know, you did this and then I did that to you. So that was completely unnecessary. Okay, tackle on Hashim uh, Domingo Hospital. I think that is a bone-crushing tackle. What did you make of that one? And do you think the referee was right to send him off? Absolutely. It's, uh, I mean, uh, the malice was intended there. I mean, you don't go start showing, stamping on one's uh, ankle like that. I mean, no matter how a hardcore defender you can be with a strong tackle, it was uncalled for. And, you know, the red card don't necessarily uh, become an ideal punishment. You know, these are such incidents where you even punish a player further to say, you know, we ban you for another four games because that was a career-ending tackle. But, you know, in this case, that was also an exhibition match where uh, uh, I think players shouldn't have been, you know, taking it to that level that, you know, they would intend to break uh, other players' legs. Talking of Sundowns again, I mean, is it a five-star, seven-star, seven-star performance on Saturday? Firstly, beating Amazulu without conceding, beating Parrots without conceding. Young Keshias Mailula, is he a new star who is born? Yeah, I think in that Sundowns team, uh, the new spark, of course, has been Keshias Mailula. You know, he has already sparked some comparisons between himself and Pesita, you know, having the same qualities, you know, that explosive speed, the confidence on the ball whenever he's in the box, you know, he's never afraid to shoot. You look uh, at all his goals. He's someone who's confident, who knows, I mean, what's the final product in the build-up of any match. I mean, for, for, for a young player like him, I think he's way too matured for his age. And yeah, I think we expect some bigger things from him. Is it is it too soon to rave about him? Uh, will it go to his head or he deserves it at the moment? It doesn't look like it because uh, I, I agree with those that compare 
him uh, with Pesita. Remember Pesita was uh, was uh, magic like that, but he always had his head firmly on his shoulders and he was so focused. And I see the same thing in that young man, especially, you know, when a player has come through a development structure, I think also his personality somehow, his attitude has been taken care of. I mean, you can see uh, whenever he's on the field of play, he's got that energy as a player. And somehow from a distance, you can tell that he's a good human being too. But then the, the, the technical changes at, at Sundowns, uh, looks like uh, so far the yielding result. Since uh, Rulani took over the reins as the head coach, they are still to concede a goal. Do you think this was the right time to make those changes? Sometimes you will never know that, uh, I mean, what a coincidence. Uh, suddenly after those changes and then everything else sort of became, uh, you know, the turning of the tables and everything is going well, smoothly. And, you know, just the general play of sundowns, they are way far better than, you know, how they started. Remember yourself, spirit also, you, you were always even concerned how they even won matches that, you know, they were just lucky to win those matches. An example being their previous uh, game, uh, league game against Amazulu, which took them 90 minutes to win it. Same as Chipa, it took them 90 minutes to win it uh, in the last minute. So I think uh, overall, well, you can't necessarily say is because Rulani is in charge because you still have the same three guys in charge and you don't know who exactly is the influential voice, even at training. Let's go international now. Uh, clubs are preparing to play in Qatar. We are playing friendly matches. Uh, a stark reminder of how far we have come as South Africa when teams are going to the World Cup, we are still stuck at home. Two friendly matches uh, locally. Yes, I see uh, Hugo Bros has convened a camp for two friendlies against Angola and Mozambique. But at the same time, you ask yourself if, if this will be helpful, you know, uh, building up for a game that will only play in March. Yes, we've always, uh, some of the suggestions has always been that, you know, the national team, uh, must always organize, you know, frequent camps whenever they can. Let's see if this will be uh, of any help uh, because uh, the, the intention, the idea behind this is to prepare the team for our next qualifier when the AFCON uh, 2023 qualifiers uh, resume in March uh, next year. So uh, we'll see if this indeed, you know, serve the purpose. Richard Dofori, I spoke about him briefly. He didn't make the Black Stars team. In fact, no one from the PSL is going to Qatar. Is this a, an indictment on our league or it, it is what it is? It is what it is, man. I mean, Ofori himself, I think somehow for him, uh, without really sounding silly, the writing was on the wall. Remember, like, everyone was worried. Almost in every game he played, there was an incident involving himself and an opponent, either colliding with players and, you know, those type of things. And you ask yourself, for someone who's counting down to the World Cup, how do you foolishly involve yourself in such in somewhere unavoidable? I mean, we understand sometimes going for an aerial ball, it's a 50-50 it's a situation, sometimes... 
you can always anticipate it and make the, uh, the right judgment. But I think he was uh, quite too reckless for him. And, you know, sadly, my, my heart is so for him missing out on such a big festival um, uh, that would have been a highlight of his career. But it is what it is, like you say. And uh, congratulations to our mentee, Seto Malepa. He actually broke the story because he told it from a witness account when the other day he was at the Pirates training, he saw Ofori arriving heavily strapped, uh, his ankle heavily strapped. And yeah, the signs were clear that this man, you know, he needed a miracle to make the final cut to the Ghana squad. November 20, this Sunday, the beginning of the world uh, spectacle in Qatar. Where is your money on? My money is on the underdog, but I'm still saying Argentina is going to the final. Who is the underdog? The underdog is one of those Arab countries. Watch out, Iran, any of Iran, Saudi Arabia, and even this Qatar. They will make it to the knockout stages. Are you saying they're going to do better than South Africa in 2010 as the host? been knocked out in the first round. I see the, the same thing happening to the host this time in, in Qatar. You say no, no. I am saying no, no. You know, this is football. And remember, like, there are still question marks how a small country like Qatar was awarded uh, the tournament in the first place. But I think they'll also have a point to prove. And you know, uh, sometimes when you have the entire nation behind you, and I think all those shakes, they are behind their Qatari team. And uh, yeah, they will be, I think, one of the surprise packages of the tour. Remember, Russia did it in 2018, a slow start. Even their own countrymen never gave them a chance. But, you know, they knocked out Spain, of all people, in the knockout stages. And uh, yeah, like, I mean, that's the nature of football, always full of surprises. You're saying if Russia did it, why can't they did it? Absolutely. <laughs> Who is the top-ranked team at the moment? The top-ranked team, obviously Neymar and his men. And uh, yeah, you'll always have your money on Brazil. Uh, for Brazil, it's easy, man. They always make uh, the knockout stages and they take it from there. That's where I leave it with the top-ranked team. That's where all my money is on. Uh, as always, thank you, Spirit. Don't forget that we'll bring you all the hits, misses, and predictions from the sporting field every week. Uh, simply visit our website, citypress.co.za, for more sporting stories and join the conversation on all our social media platforms. We'll meet after Qatar.